This is Rob Tabbert for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. Delighted, as always, to be joined by Alex Krasiak of K2 Promotions. How are you, Alex? Hey, what's up? <laughs> always nice to see you, my friend. How have you been keeping since the last time I spoke to you? Not bad. I'm short today, yeah? Why are you short today? You have something brilliant to announce. I need first-class Alex Krasiak, the salesman, today. We have a fight uh, to talk about. That's, that's why I'm short, because I have already announced everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the fight. Alexander Usyk versus Derek Chisora. Finally, we have it done October the 31st. Halloween, spooky one indeed. Talk to us a little bit about the fight and how it got made finally. Ah, one small remark. We haven't done it yet. We just announced it. <laughs> I mean, we, uh, the fight will be done the moment boxers enter the ring especially in 2020. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but there's a deal done, right? Of course, of course. The deal is done. So the fight has been confirmed for October the 31st. Obviously, the, the legislation that we had in the UK regarding COVID means that there's not going to be any fans in attendance. Um, how difficult was it to get it over the line without any fans? You know, dealing with Eddie is not really difficult. So everything was on the table, easy. We do realize how difficult it is to manage things in 2020. And uh, this fall, it uh, came down to some new pandemic. Um, the fight should take place. There's uh, no other opportunity for uh, Usyk Chizora rather than uh, October 21st uh, in these difficult conditions. Or we can wait until pandemic is over. Have you got the date? 2021st, or is it? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening, Alex. I was just going to wait for you to finish before I corrected you. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Um, obviously, we've spoken, we've spoken before in this pandemic, and I've spoken to Eddie. I'm due to catch up with Eddie very shortly about, you know, having to be reasonable and realistic. How, talk to me, if you can, about what changes were, were needed to make to ensure that this fight could happen without a live gate. Because we've obviously heard from Eddie, we've heard from everybody about how, how significant not having a live gate is to these big, big fights, these pay-per-view fights. How big of an obstacle was that, and what did you have to do to make it happen? To cut. Benefit, I mean, income is cut, outcome is cut. It's very easy. If you want something uh, to happen, I mean, the fight like that to, to take place, uh, you have to be reasonable. Um, it is what it is. The reality is that uh, the, the money that is in the fight uh, is not the kind of money that would be with the... Uh, fans in attendance. So, we agreed on everything. Now, when I've, whenever I've spoken to you, obviously, you've made no secret, and Usyk has made no secret of his willingness to get into the ring and fight. Does this just reinforce that? Did he have any questions or any queries about taking, a, taking the less money, as you said? Yeah, he had many questions. 
Well, he had uh, one question, but uh, he asked it for how many times. When is my fight? That was his only question. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the only thing that he would say. Um, talk to me about the fight itself. Now the fight has been has been done, and we're not talking about if it, will it, won't it. How difficult yeah. a fight is this for Alexander Usyk, his first real live opponent as a professional heavyweight? Correct. I think my personal feeling is that this fight will not be an easy one. Maybe the most difficult one for him. I tell you why. Chizora has nothing to lose. You agree? He's not yes, a young. He's not a young kid. Mm, he distinguished himself as the uh, as a fighter. He fought Klitschko. He fought David Hay. He fought almost everyone. He fought AJ. Everyone. So he is the elite fighter. Mm, if he loses, nothing serious comes into his life. And Usyk is under very serious pressure because it's his first real fight in heavyweight. But I, I'm not speaking about Witherspoon, uh, but that fight was, uh, was his just debut. Now is a real fight. And uh, I tell you, he has everything to lose. He has to prove uh, that he is a solid uh, fighter in this new division. He has to, not just to win, but he has to show how good he is. So, and this, no pressure on Chizora and huge pressure on Usyk make their chances closer. It's interesting that you, sorry, Alex. Yeah, that was just my personal opinion. It's interesting that you'd say that about Usyk. Obviously, with, with the I mean, extensive list of his achievements as an amateur and then obviously as a professional at Cruiserweight, is he relishing this, the pressure that you've been put on it or that's been put on him going into this fight? Is he, do you think he'll rise that and he'll enjoy that pressure? Uh, he, he is the kind of personality, uh, very unusual. This pressure adds him uh, some extra energy to go, to train, to work harder. So um, I don't think he does uh, realize uh, what this fight really means for him. It's just a fight. He's in a training camp. He's making his exercises. He's uh, making his sparrings, trainings, uh, same stuff as before every fight. And he sees his opponent on the TV screen. He watches his fight, fights. Nothing unusual. And uh, I anticipate that uh, he will start realizing it after he wins this fight. Only after the fight. What have you made of the, uh, the videos that have been going back and forth between Usyk and Derek Chisora? It seems like every day we open it up, it's Derek, Derek, Alexander, Alexander. It's been real fun. It's been a really good start to the build-up to the fight. Would you agree? No trash talk. High respect. You agree? Agreed. Only mutual respect. And uh, the best guy wins. Uh, they show how, how hard they work. They just um, share it with each other and uh, call each other, are you ready? I'm coming for you. The other one is coming for, 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 for the first one. 
I think uh, this kind of promotion for the fight is uh, the best one. No negative, only positive vibes, uh, hard work, um, good pictures, good looking men, extraordinary. Do you think part of it comes from, obviously we've seen Derek Chisora, you mentioned Derek Chisora against Vitaly Klitschko, we've seen him have the brawl with David Hay, we've seen all sorts of incidents over the years where Derek Chisora has I mean, thrown a table at Dillian White. Do you think he looks at Usyk and thinks, there's not really much point in that because he's not going to bite on it, he doesn't care. We've seen Usyk against Bellew kind of make light of Bellew's talk and, and throughout his career, he doesn't really take the trash talk on. Do you think Derek has looked at that and thought, it's not really point? Uh... uh... I tell you a short story. I remember there was a fight on where Tyson Fury uh, was facing Derek Chisora. And I had a, a heavyweight fighter by, on a contract by that time, Alexander Ustinov, who was, uh, in, uh, who was helping Chisora uh, before this fight. And it happened that Chisora got injured. I don't know, maybe a rib or any other kind of injury, but, uh, but he was off. He had to pull out. And uh, we got uh, um, an offer from Frank Warren uh, to replace Chisora. It was a very late notice, uh, so very short time. Uh, but my guy was uh, already in the UK and uh, he was in, uh, in uh, Chisora's camp. And uh, when... When both fighters, I mean Fury, Tyson Fury and uh, Alexander Ustinov went on scales. After the scales, uh, Fury started to talk to Ustinov. You know, uh, the manner how, how he uh, puts pressure on his opponents. And I was standing behind and I noticed uh, his astonishment. Because he, he kept talking, 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 and suddenly re uh, realized that none of his word was understood. Because <laughs> the guy didn't speak English. So, <laughs> trash talk didn't work. I think, uh, you know, Usyk is, uh, is not the best uh, English speaker at this stage. Uh, he's trying, he's uh, studying English. Uh, by the way, he's uh, making his lessons and, uh, and has some good progress. And uh, you will probably see it when, when we come to the UK. But uh, anyway, it's, it's difficult, you know, to exchange uh, conversations in English. That's why the best thing is to show how you train rather than to speak. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, let's just touch upon that. You mentioned about Usyk's English. I happen to know his English is a little bit better than he likes to give on to, to people. But you mentioned about him taking his lessons. Now, obviously, he's going into the heavyweight division. It's the glamour division of the sport. He already has this wonderfully eccentric character and this, char uh, this charismatic personality. In order for him to become a superstar worldwide, to become that global crossover star, does he need to learn English? Is that something that he needs to really work on? Frankly speaking, yes. Otherwise, the world has to learn Ukrainian. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Um, back to the fight itself. Um, actually, no, rather than about the fight itself, you mentioned about Usyk. Now, I know Usyk's in camp. He's in camp with somebody I know very well, Mr. Dave Allen. Um, 
a few eyebrows raised when Dave Allen was, was brought into the camp. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming that you don't have a, a say in the kind of the sparring partners and what have you, but what kind of um, work do you expect Dave Allen to be given Usyk in camp? That was his team decision. I mean, uh, they are taking care of all the sports issues, including sparring partners. Uh, before I answer this question, I would probably go to the sparring and see. <laughs> okay. Only after, only after sparring, I can tell you the answer. Well, Dave um, is the co-host of our podcast, so I'm looking forward to hearing what he says about being in the ring with Usyk. I think he said to me words to the effect that on the first day of sparring, Usyk was a gentleman and he just kind of had a look at everybody, but he said that he moved like a middleweight and he couldn't get anywhere near him. I think that's what Dave said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, Alex, moving on. Uh, the WBO mandatory situation. What can you tell me about the WBO title at the minute? Nothing changed much. Uh, Usyk is still the mandatory for WBO and he will uh, unless he loses this position. Uh, he will uh, stay uh, the mandatory until the fight with the champion takes place. Now, obviously, the talk has been about AJ Fury, undisputed titles. You are adamant, and we've spoken about this, and forgive me for going over old ground, but as I mentioned, I'm about to speak to Eddie, so it's good to get this in. Um, you're adamant that as long as Usyk comes past Chisora, his next fight must be 100% for the WBO heavyweight title. Correct. And there's no, there's no room for negotiation. Usyk doesn't want to hear money, uh, talk about step aside money. That's you the know, fight. I think that Lord, Supreme Lord, has his extraordinary plans for all of us including uh, boxing and uh, we can only talk and discuss the opportunities but uh, the real way the things go is unpredictable anything may happen fury may lose to wilder correct mm -hmm. aj may lose to pulev right mm -hmm. Both can get injured. Usyk can lose, by the way. Anything may happen. So I would prefer to wait until Usyk fights Chisora, then Pulev fights AJ, then Fury fights Wilder, and only after we will be able to make the decision. But the position is that Usyk has to face uh, the contender or the champion. It depends. If the champion doesn't want to face the official uh, challenger, he has to vacate the title. And that's, what you're, sorry, uh, and that's what you'll be pushing for if Fury beats Wilder, if Joshua beats Pulev, if Usyk beats Chisora, you're pushing 100% for the next fight to be for the world title. Absolutely. What do you make of Tyson Fury's recent comments? Tyson Fury's recent comments, I think he advised AJ to, to vacate the WBO title because he said Usyk will beat him if he doesn't. What do you think to that? Uh, he wants to fight AJ. 
this is the fight uh, it, it can be the fight the uh, the fight of, of of a century of millennium for especially for united kingdom uh you can hardly re uh, rem remember that kind of fight in the history especially where when there's a possibility to fight for the undisputed heavyweight championship which never happened before between two uh, british boxers that is very 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 strong but uh, a lot of obstacles uh, normally w when you are a promoter mandatories are the pain in the ass that's true because you have to you have uh, you want to make some fights some big fights with the big names but then uh, you suddenly realize that uh, there's a mandatory especially sometimes it happens when there's no name mandatory and you have to to, to face him before you make your plan but uh, uh, otherwise this fight will not be that big so you cannot anticipate you cannot foresee the future uh, you can only plan the scenarios and we have so many so many options for the future i mean scenario possi possibilities for the future this may one man can lose the other one man can win and blah 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 and we don't know about the pandemic how, how serious it will be in the future and would the, the would that fight take place without uh, without spectators in attendance would they generate uh, the money they uh, aim to generate then the conflict between between the uh, streaming platforms i mean the te te television one has espn the other one has the zone and sky sport so it's it's very 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 complicated but something will definitely happen let's see what it will be Okay, well, before I let you go, Alex, do appreciate your time today. I'm sure you're very busy following today's announcement. Uh, just grab your opinion on a fight a few weeks ago in the UK. Dillian White versus Alexander Povetkin. Stunning knockout victory for Alexander Povetkin. Uh, what did you make of the fight, Alex? Money. I made money on the fight because... Uh... <laughs> I, I had the feeling that Povetkin would win. What gave you that feeling? Uh, 15 years of experience in professional <laughs> boxing. <laughs> this is why I like interviewing you. I always have to be sharp. As soon as I ask a question, I always think, yeah, that, that, that didn't sound that clever. Um, <laughs> did you see it coming? Well, obviously, I mean, you picked Povetkin before the fight, but Dylan White scored two, two knockdowns in the fourth round. Were you surprised with the way that the fight ended in the fifth round, given the way the fight had gone to that point? Listen, Povetkin is the Olympic champion. He is the Olympic... Well, he is not young. Dillian White uh, didn't have much amateur background. Right? This is the difference. And this difference uh, makes the result. Uh, he's very, Dillian is very strong. Uh, he was a sparring partner for Vladimir Klitschko, so I, I saw him many times in the camp. He's very strong, he has a cool mind, uh, he knows how to box, he has a punch. 
but the footwork and uh, the boxing intellect comes from amateur boxing and uh, my prediction stays again with Povetkin. It can be an easier fight for him. I mean the, the, the sequel, the, the, the second fight. Let's just no. talk about that. What yeah. do you make of it coming back so quickly, Alex? Sorry? The quick turnaround between the first fight and the second fight, because it's a very, very immediate rematch, less than three months. Very extraordinary situation, but it's very cool. Uh, I remember Eddie was interviewed uh, after the fight and Dylan came up to him and said, listen, I, I, I won the rematch. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Get it in three months, less than three months. Uh, this is an interesting fight. People want to see it. Mm, I, think, uh, uh, I think if Dillian wins, uh, fight number three can also be valuable. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think certainly people want to see it after the first fight. I think um, I was surprised at the quick turnaround when you consider how, how heavy the knockout was. That's, that's my opinion. Ah, you mean, you mean, oh no, I don't think so. No? No, it was an uppercut. So he was down, but then he was on his, uh, on, uh, uh, on feet. So I don't think it's, uh, it's a matter of his health. He's not necessarily about, about that, but like um, going away and potentially trying to correct some of the mistakes that he'd made in the fight that led to the knockout. Yeah, but uh, Povetkin didn't show his real potential. Uh, I'm not like a big fan of Povetkin. Neither I am a fan of uh, Dillian White. I try to analyze them like a man with, uh, who is in boxing for some time. Hmm. Both of them have good parts and bad parts. I mean, uh, advantages and disadvantages. But uh, Povetkin is uh, much stronger. He, he was always underestimated. He's much stronger than many people think he is. Uh, here, his mental strength. is uh, very experienced. He fought top fighters. Uh, and uh, same with Dillian. He's also mentally strong. And the uh, conditions, I mean physical conditions, both of them come on more or less the same level. Uh, when you have the, the size of their bodies is more or less the same. Okay, Dillian is a bit heavier, but uh, anthropometry is, uh, is equal almost. I mean, the, the, the weight is different, but the uh, reach, their reach, uh, their, their height is almost the same, right? So if there's no much difference in uh, these parameters, then something should, uh, uh, should, then one factor should come that would make the difference. And uh, here comes the experience. Okay. I think uh, that's why uh, I, would, I would say Povetkin has more chances to win in the second fight. Okay, well, finally, Alex, um, last thing that I'd like your opinion on, uh, another Ukrainian star, Vasil Lomachenko, somebody who you don't promote, but I know you know very well through Egis, um, is in action against Tiafimo Lopez in a couple of weeks' time. Great fight for, well, 
sort of the undisputed lightweight title, depending on how you look at the situation. What yeah. do you make of that fight? Um, I think this should be uh, the biggest challenge for Lomachenko. Problem, problem. It, it shouldn't be a challenge inside the ring. But all these trash talks is something that he never faced before. Normally, his psychology is in a high level. But you never know how, how it would work this time. Uh, physically, I, I, I've, I've never followed Teofimo Lopez. He's a young kid. Uh, his knockout in the previous fight showed that he is quite serious man with Komiya. And um, I think it's 50-50 fight. Taking it into consideration, Vasil is genius in the ring, but he is 10 years older than uh, the guy, the Lopez. Uh, Lopez is, uh, uh, is from USA. Well, he's originally from Honduras or I don't know, probably. Mm, yeah. Honduras, yeah. Yeah, Honduras. And uh, he's uh, English speaking, uh, Spanish speaking. Uh, so he can become a huge star uh, if he wins. If he loses, he still be a star. So he hasn't, he, he hasn't got much to lose where Lomachenko has uh, everything to lose. Same situation with uh, like Usyk Chizora. Both, has, uh, both have to prove. And uh, this is going to be an, let's say, undisputed championship. And Vasil's dream is to become an undisputed champion. It's a dream of his lifetime, right? Mm. I can't wait to watch this fight. Me neither, Alex. But thank you very much. I'm going to leave it there for today. Always a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. You always keep me on my toes, which I appreciate. Thank you very much. Um, I look forward to seeing you hopefully sometime soon ahead of the now finally announced Alexander Usyk versus Derek Chisora, October the 31st, live on Sky Sports pay-per-view. Alex Krasiuk, thanks very much for speaking to Boxing Social. Rob, take care. Thanks, Alex. <laughs>